Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. Thank you once again for tuning in. It's an honor every week for me to come into your life and come into your heart and share these messages that are coming through me with such gusto right now. I feel like I have so much to say, and I, I know I say that a lot, but lately in the last you know, five or six years, I really felt this deep calling, even stronger than ever before, to share as much as I can with anyone whose ears are open and whose hearts are curious and who's open to the messages that I have. I know that we're experiencing some real pivotal shifts in as a, as a, as a species, all of humanity is feeling it. The entire globe is shifting. Everybody's experiencing this massive shift and, and it's a purposeful shift. But at the same time, it's really challenging for a lot of people to navigate. So I'm grateful to be able to have this platform each week and to share the messages that are coming through to help you navigate this shift as it is showing up in your life. Because everyone's going to have their own challenges and their own unique spin to how this shift is impacting them. And at the same time, everyone is going to have their own unique role or part to play in, in this global shift for humanity. So what I see is a global healing movement. And it's been happening for a long time. Probably around 2012 is when the big shift started to really happen. But for me, I've been really prepping for this. And I always feel like, you know, spirit has always kept me kind of a few steps ahead of the majority, just because I really feel that I'm meant to be one of those leaders and and to lead by example. And a lot of times what will happen is I have these shifts and these healings and I go through this, you know, tightening and expansion. And then the extension work comes and I start teaching about what I've what I've cleared myself or what I've moved through myself. So a lot of the the topics right now that I'm getting that I'm sharing with you have been stuff that I've moved through myself. And the beautiful vision I've been given a lot of times, and this is what I teach to a lot of light leaders that I mentor, is we need to be able to build a bridge for ourselves and cross that bridge. And it's then that we can turn back and put our hand out, say, take my hand, let me show you how. I've done it myself, let me show you. And we don't have to be completely in a full circle healing or complete on the other side but we definitely need to be doing our work. If you're meant to be a light leader, if you're one of those that are meant to wake up right now and your purpose is to help others awaken and to live the fullest potential of their life right now, then, then you need to be doing your work. And it's essential that you look at your own stuff, you look at your own triggers, you look at your own resistance, and you look at your own fear and process that so that when you're working with clients, you're going to be maybe one or two steps or further ahead of them so that you can actually build that bridge 
turn back and say, okay, take my hand. Let me show you how to navigate this piece. And the more we do that, the more we empower others. So it's not take my hand, let me, let me walk you because you can't do it yourself. It's like, let me guide you so that I can actually shine a little bit more light so that maybe we can quicken your awakening or quicken the healing around this so that you can really step into your fullest potential now. And the, the beautiful thing about doing this work is it's, for me, it's always evolving, always shifting, always changing. And not everybody is embracing change right now. And those that are not embracing change are feeling a lot of resistance. I've learned to get comfortable with change. I've learned to become comfortable with getting uncomfortable. And the more and more that you step into that, the more and more you practice that, the easier it becomes. Doesn't mean it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy, like you have no issues at all. It just means that you get more comfortable with the contractions or you get more com- uncom- you get more comfortable with those times where you feel more resistance or you feel fear showing up. So you end up having this divine courage to take inspired action in spite of the fear. And that's what I do over and over again. And that's what I want to empower other people to do over and over again. The more of us that stand up and stand in love, and the more of us that are capable of holding our light, no matter what happens around us, no matter what's going on in society or across the globe, the more of us that can do that, we create a different foundation. We're shifting from a foundation of fear-based programming. And what is no longer working is shifting. And there's a lot that's no longer working. There's a lot that's changing. And change is happening whether we want it to or not. The shift is happening whether you align with it or not. And the shift is going to hit the fan even more if you don't align with it, if you don't say yes and kind of surrender to these changing times. And those that are resisting it are literally getting beat up by it because the vibrational frequency is up. The, there's a global shift that's happening. It's not just in humanity. We're talking about the planet. We're talking beyond the planet. So there's a lot happening on so many levels and many of us are feeling it and some of us are in denial. My invitation for you, and I know if you're listening to my voice and you're hearing these podcasts, you're probably living more life by design or life by divine. You're probably not one of those that are life by default living asleep at the wheel. But if you are in that awakening phase Remember, it's a phase. It's not an instant. You're not going to wake up and you're done. It's a phase of awakening. When we are in that space, we are helping others and helping wake up others as well. So whether you realize it or not, how you show up in life impacts everyone around you. How you stand and hold yourself impacts everyone around you. It leaves an imprint. And you can, you can witness this something as simple as walking down the street and smiling at somebody and seeing the shift in their energy when they smile back. And it doesn't take much 
to connect. It doesn't take much to set an intention to hold that space of love within yourself and to emanate that, to, to be a beacon of love. If you set an intention each day, you can align with that. So it doesn't take much to set that intention. Where the work comes in is clearing all the clutter and clearing all the blocks and clearing all your resistance and your fear and everything that's blocking you from being your fullest expression of love at this time. And you don't have to be 100% expression of love, but even if you inch it up a little bit, even if you raise the bar a little bit, raise your set point and your capacity to love a little bit each day or a little bit each week. You might have some quantum leaps in there, but the intention is, let me be the clearest channel possible for today, for this moment. And something as simple as intentionally sending love out to those that you encounter throughout your day, whether they're strangers or whether they're people you know, it's just like, how would love show up here? What if I actually opened my heart and imagined love extending or coming through me and extending? So it doesn't even have to be from you, but through you. Be curious about that. The times where I consciously do that, the reflection I have is very interesting. I'll be walking down the street and people will just look and, and notice me and, and smile because I'm standing in love, because I'm the, the message I'm sending out to them is, I am love and you are love. And we are all in this together. We are more connected than we are separate. So it's all about your intention and then your willingness to do your work. And my intention with this radio show, with this platform, is to be able to give you as many tools as I possibly can in the time that we have together to empower you to do the work. And as a healer, I can do a lot of work for people. I can go in and remove blocks and I can clear energy. I can help clear the roots of disease. I can feel cancer in people's body. I can do all of that and I can help them move stuff. I can physically kind of just, I feel like I just reach in and grab it and pull it out. And I have the gift to be able to do that. And at the same time, it needs to be a partnership it needs to be a collaboration. It needs to be you and I working together or me working with that individual or with that community. And they need to be willing to say yes, because it's not just about me doing the work for you. It's about me imparting and empowering and giving you as much as I can and you doing something with it. You need to integrate it. It's essential. You need to be willing to look at your stuff. You need to be willing to get in underneath and dig in and get underneath the stuff so that you can clear it. And sometimes you may need support and sometimes you can do that on your own. Sometimes you'll do that in community. Sometimes you'll do that through journaling. The heart knows. Your heart knows what it needs, when it needs it. It will guide you. It will lead you. It will direct you like an internal GPS. It will give you every step along your path. Your unique recipe to awakening is different than it. I would 
going to speaking. I was in the street and I nudged to go in. So I walked door and see the girl die. And then she, and she, she, she was doing it. We had the conversation. I really didn't go in for anything of connect with. And it was really divine because she was looking for some support from herself. And she knew who could speak. And I happened to someone who has work had this fluent Spanish. So I connected somebody. And then she was asking me about how I started it all. Like, oh, wow. It's like long story. It's a lifetime. It's been a life journey for me. And each moment as I experience and I expand and grow more and more into my gift and I stand more and more solidly in it. And it's been a beautiful journey, many, many years of beautiful journey. So your journey to awaken is just that it's a journey and your path, whatever's on it is always purposeful. There's always purpose to it. We don't always have an understanding at the level of the mind, but we do have a knowing at the level of the heart and our spirit and our soul. So I'm going to continue today talking about money and abundance because I, so many people are struggling with it. So many people come to me and go, I don't understand why I'm having money blocks. I feel abundant. I talk to myself being abundant. I'm like convincing myself I'm abundant and I don't understand why there's still a block. So today I want to talk about how to nurture your relationship with money and abundance. We're going to continue on that topic we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now you can check out the previous podcasts replays and and listen in and tune in you can download them and keep them and use them anytime you need to last week i did a beautiful meditation or healing on poverty consciousness into prosperity consciousness we actually unplugged from poverty consciousness and plugged into the morphic field of prosperity consciousness so I would encourage you to go back and listen to that one. It was quite beautiful and it actually created a, a beautiful shift. And some people, they contacted me and let me know that it actually impacted them and they felt, felt the shift during the radio show. So I'm going to invite you to go back and listen to that. Today, I want to talk about your relationship with money. How do you relate to money? How do you currently relate to money? And how would you like to relate to money? There's a lot of history around money. There's a lot of meaning we place around money. There's a lot of programming, fear-based programming around money. There's a collective curse that was placed on money. I talked about that last week, and I'm going to talk more about that and, and share more about that in the Ego Game of Opposites Money Edition, which is coming up on uh, this weekend. And with it, we can look at our collective relationship with money, why we believe what we believe, where we inherited that, and then we can look at what is our current conscious belief around money, how do we relate consciously to money. And then there's a whole level of how do you relate unconsciously to level. To, to money. On that level of the subconscious mind, how do you relate to money in abundance? If we don't look at that level, then it won't clear. You can be conscious and have a desire to 
attract abundance, allow money to flow in and out and to create impact. You may have all of the, the desires in the conscious mind in place. Your intentions are clear there. But if your subconscious mind is not in alignment, if somewhere deep inside your subconscious, you have a virus or a thought or a belief or an ego dictionary definition that is not in alignment, it will override your desire. It will cancel out what you desire and what you put out to the universe will be that subconscious belief. So it's essential to look at what are your judgments about money. You can have conscious judgments and then you can have subconscious judgments, judgments that you don't know are there. They're, they've been downloaded and hidden in the background, playing in the back of the mind's computer, and you have no idea they're there. What are your opinions about money? Our opinions can be inherited opinions we can have formed our own opinions based on what we've seen and what we've witnessed in our life. So it's based on our history, based on our past. And then what are your preferences when it comes to financial abundance? Because your personal preferences are ego-influenced. So there's your personal preferences, and then there's what's guided, what's purposeful what's on your soul script, what's on your heart's path, what's meant to be in your life at this time. I talked about the two reasons financial abundance are not present in, in someone's life on a previous episode. And the one reason was it's not meant to be on your path at this time. Not everybody is meant to live with billions and millions of dollars. Not everybody is meant to live that way. And that some of us are actually, it's purposeful for us to live with, through a different means with finances. So you can listen back to that episode if you want more information on that, if you missed it. But I'm not going to go into it today because I could expand on so many of these little pieces. I could take one piece and expand like a whole day around these pieces. Your personal preferences around finances are influenced by the ego, which are influenced by fear. Anything influenced by fear, what you're putting out to the universe is fear-based energy. And what's gonna, what you're going to be met with is fear-based energy. So if you're afraid to live paycheck to paycheck, then that fear of living paycheck to paycheck is what chances are you're going to create. That's life by design. That's that effect of the law of attraction and the law of vibration. When we shift to life by divine, what we're really offering over is all of our personal preferences. All of them. Life by divine is a, a full surrender, a full let go, uh, an offering over of your entire life, every thing, anything and everything, to be led by that divine force that works through all of us that we're all connected to. And you can call it spirit or God or the universe or source, the divine, whatever word feels good for you, but we're all connected to one source. 
And we're all a unique expression of that source. And we all have a unique role to play in helping all of humanity wake up to realize the truth of who they are. So it's a great awakening. It's a time for great awakening. And it looks messy. <laughs> and it's challenging. But it's actually really exciting. It's an exciting time to be here on this earth and doing this work. When we look at financial abundance and your personal preferences, if you're living life by design and you want to hang out there and be there longer, totally good. Uh, there's no judgment upon you from me at all. Uh, all the power to you. Just recognize that that's which, where you are and your intention eventually is to move to life by divine where you surrender everything over. So if you're still just in that space of learning that you actually are the creator of your life and that your thoughts are actually influencing how things show up in your life or don't show up, then all the power to you really get into the, the nitty gritty of life by design and commit to it and really get the lessons you need to so that eventually you will shift to life by divine, which is a full surrender. And that includes money. So I know with my business, I have surrendered over my, my finances with my business. It's like, it's not my money personally. I, I, I'm not personally holding on to it. Of course, it's in the bank. It's in my business account. Yes, I'm kind of physically holding on to it if you want to look at it that way. But on a, on a deeper level, I have surrendered it over and, and asked, you know, what would you have me do? Where would this money go? How would you have me spend it? What would it look like? Where would it go? That sort of thing. It's like I'm following directions from my heart, from my spirit. So it takes the filter of the mind out of it. It takes the filter of the ego fear-based programming out of the equation when we're making decisions. And in some ways, that's actually very freeing. And in other ways, it's terrifying because we feel like we're letting go of control. Well, control is an illusion anyways. We never had control. We never do have control. We can either be in a place of controlling or in a place of trust. You can't have both. If you want to control, you will be without trust. If you're ready for trust, you need to let go of control. So I've let go of control and I'm in this space of deep trust and blind faith when it comes to the financial aspect of my business and personal expenses. So I'm tuned in and I'm, I'm using my heart as that guidance, internal guidance system to where I spend and where I don't spend and how I save or not save or whatever it is, whatever the guidance is around it. And in that, there's been a greater flow, an easier flow. The moment I have stress or anxiety or the moment I want to hold on or tighten my grip around money or anything like that, then the flow slows down. That's been my experience in the last six to 10 years of unwinding from my financial stuff because I've had some deep poverty conscious training and programming. So when you start to shift and surrender and 
offer over your finances, then you can bypass the ego mind. You can bypass these personal preferences, which are ego preferences, based on keeping keeping yourself safe, feeling protected, feeling secure. Those are all fear-based. The ego says, I want to keep you safe, and spirit's like, you are safe. You're totally taken care of. All your needs are met. If you would just let go and trust, I, the guidance will come through and I will take care of you in every way. And you will have the experiences that are most purposeful for your greatest awakening, for your deepest healing. We're shifting right now. I've talked about the shift that's happening on a global scale. And I talked about it in the way of healing, but in the way of abundance, we're shifting from poverty consciousness to prosperity consciousness. That's one piece. But I've also been talking about in the last five or six years, this idea of new world abundance. And new world abundance is a powerful shift in how we are in relationship to money as all of like kind of as a, as a species, as humanity on this planet. When we shift our relationship from old world poverty consciousness to new world abundance, we're actually aligning with the flow that is meant to happen in the way that it's meant to happen. That serves everyone, not just serves the few, but serves all. It's not about the few or the many. It's actually all. New world abundance is serving all of humanity, every single one of us. When we align with new world abundance, we are actually in service to all of humanity and we are totally taken care of. Now, Totally taken care of doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a jet. That may be a personal preference. If it's purposeful for you to have a jet, it will come. It will be there. It will be on your path. There are certain things that are already on your soul script. There are certain things that are already in place and that are purposeful for your the work that you're meant to do in the world. So when we look at Sir Richard Branson... I, I really feel that his, all of his, his work is purposeful. There's purpose to it. And it's actually showing others how to be in business. And I love his approach to, it, it's, he, he really runs a lot of, he has a lot of businesses, but his businesses are very conscious. When I was speaking at an event last night, someone was talking about workplace and the changes in workplace more on a corporate level. And he was talking at the end about like, just not sure if he's going to stay in the corporate world because everything feels different. It's hard to be conscious or awake in the, in the corporate world was his experience. And for me, it's like what I'm seeing is yes, there's a lot of corporations that are still operating in that kind of old world, old world poverty consciousness or old world abundance where, you know, the few basically get the reward and everyone else is struggling living paycheck to paycheck. But when you look at Sir Richard Branson and his businesses, a lot of his staff, his, his people that work for him are actually 
thriving and doing quite well. There are really beautiful examples of conscious businesses. Now, there's a shift in corporation. We need, we need to shift more toward that. But what's happening right now, too, is there's a real crumbling away of the old way and a rebuilding or a renewing for a new way, which is new world abundance. So I'll talk a little bit more about that after a short break. And I want to get into the five P's of conscious business and touch on that a little bit as well and why it's important to be able to incorporate that in as an entrepreneur, as a business, or even as an employee, having that focus and having that understanding is essential if we are going to make this shift and if we're all going to align with New World Abundance. Your relationship with money is the starting point for you personally. And then we can look at, okay, now how do corporations relate to money and how how do you in your workplace, whatever that is, whether it's your own entrepreneurial business or something else, how do you relate to money in the work that you're doing in the world? And we're going to take a look at that right after the break. Imagine a one-of-a-kind, sacred, transformational experience that is infused with high vibrational healing energy and personalized guidance and insight. Receive a one-on-one, live, private, intuitive healing experience with Sue as she follows her guidance and delivers exactly what you need in the moment, leaving a lasting imprint. During this private healing experience, Sue draws on a multitude of gifts, skills, channeled healing, coaching, and mind-body-soul insights a divinely downloaded transmission specifically for you. Whether you have questions about your health, relationships, career, or wish to receive a message from a loved one who passed, or you need a soul retrieval or support clearing a block or blind spot, this one-on-one private intuitive healing experience with Sue will transform you. To learn more and to book a divine appointment with Sue, visit heartledliving.com forward slash intuitive healing. Welcome back. Today, we are talking more about money and abundance. And we're looking at how you relate to money and abundance in your life. And it's essential, I was talking before the break, it's essential to be able to take this information and take a good, radical, honest look at how do you relate to money? What are your personal preferences? What do you, what do you have for judgments and opinions about money? When you see other people and the way they express and share their abundance or, or don't share their abundance in the world, what are your judgments and opinions around that? We need to be able to look at every aspect of our relationship to money so that we can see where is fear embedded? Where am I responding to that fear-based programming? And where am I in alignment with new world abundance? Where am I in alignment with that choice for love around abundance? I talked last, the last couple episodes about abundance being a state of being. It's not a, a matter of how much you have in your bank account because we can all be living and breathing abundance without money being the factor. That's not, that's not the measurement of your abundance. Although in the world, we look at money 
as a measure. That's part of the programming. You can live and breathe and feel abundant without having millions of dollars in the bank. I know many people that are actually living quite comfortably with the money that's coming in and the money that's flowing out, and they're quite happy with that. They feel very taken care of. They don't need, they're not wanting more. They don't have that that mentality or that programming that I need more, more, more. It's not enough. That's, again, part of the programming of lack and poverty consciousness. There's never enough. You can always do more and you can always get more. So when we look at our relationship to money, it's essential to look at your personal preferences, your personal opinions, your personal judgments, and then break them, break them down. What are you willing to let go of? What are you willing to release and heal? What are you willing to forgive over and ask for healing around? Where are you attached still? Maybe some personal preferences you have attachment to. What's feeding that attachment? What are you afraid that you will lose? What are you afraid that, that why are you holding on to that? How is that keeping you safe? Why are you defending that? These are all really powerful questions to ask and to get in underneath it. What's keeping you in defense? What's holding you back? Why is there attachment to certain aspects and not others? Those attachments are pointers to where you have fear hidden somewhere. Programming that's either inherited or downloaded by your own ego mind that's where we want to look we want to clear all of those places and clear all that clutter and shine light on all those little dark shadows and dust bunnies and i'm not talking about let's just clear out one closet i'm like let's do a full-on spring cleaning here declutter everything this is where we are really going to make some progress as 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 humanity as a species, we need to make a shift. We need to align with the shift that's already happening. So the integration is essential. When we look at conscious business, I want to touch on this now. I've done different interviews and uh, I've, d- I've different resources, I believe, around this five piece of conscious business, but I'm just going to touch on it a little bit right now. When we look at conscious business, we look at the five P's for the longest time, there was people, product, profit, your customers, what product you're doing and the profit. That's what it was like. Three P's five P's is kind of the new world abundance approach to it, which is people, purpose, product, planet, prosperity. You can say profit if you want still, but prosperity is the word that I prefer to use. So when we look at those five Ps, we can break them down a little bit. People, it's an obvious thing, but not just people in the way of your customers, though. This is where it was before. It was like for the customers, add a sacrifice sometimes to the staff, to the employees of the company. When I talk about people, I'm talking about the employees, all of the managers, all of the, all of the individuals under the umbrella of that business. How are they being treated? How are they being honored? 
How are they being respected? How are they being celebrated? And then there's your customers. How are they being honored? How are they being treated? How are they being respected? How are they being celebrated? When we look at the interactions between the customers and the company, it's mostly the employees. So when you treat your employees with respect, with dignity, with appreciation, and you reward them and, and they're well compensated, then their experience and connection to your customers will change and shift because they become personally invested in the company. They're not, it's not just a job to them. It's a part of their purpose, which is the next P. So purpose is the why, the why of the company, the purpose of the company, but also the purpose of the individual employees, the owner and the employees, everyone. Each of us has a personal why, a why that drives us, that, that fuels us, that ignites our passion to do the work we're doing in the world. And it doesn't matter what your work is. You can have impact. I've heard many stories of janitors in schools that have had impact on students because they're passionate about their work, because they see that it's more than just cleaning and, and or they take pride in the cleaning. And it's not just about cleaning up the garbage and cleaning up the mess. It's actually loving the space and infusing it with part of their being. They're actually extending love in the work they're doing. I remember seeing recently on, on news, I think I was catching the news, some kind of uh, broadcast around a woman who's a janitor at night at a school. And of course, the kids are there in the day. And they were creating these little collages in the daytime. And the students would do that. And then at night, she would actually create a collage and change it up. And then the students would come in and they'd get all excited because they're like, okay, what did she create today? to last night and it was a really neat connection and they never met and they never spoke. That was their communication and their connection. That was their sense of community. And she had a powerful impact on these kids in the classroom. And it had a powerful impact on her as well. It changed her experience of her night shift. So Purpose, when we are living in purpose and on purpose, that we exude love, we, we are in alignment with, with a divine purpose that has a greater impact. It has a far greater reach for love than when we are just kind of going and doing our thing. So to be able to understand what is the why, what is the purpose of each individual in the company, help them find their why. Why are they here? Why are they part of this company? What it, what do they, you know, what's the purpose of them being there? What fuels them? What ignites them? What excites them? That's honoring them, celebrating them. And then we have product. That's a given. So you can have a product that has a global impact, a planetary impact, a positive planetary impact, and that's even better if we can. 
you're creating some kind of impact. But then there's products that just everybody day everybody uses every day, like toilet paper. But toilet paper still has an impact. It can be environmentally friendly. Can be recyclable. Um, recycled material, that kind of thing. How is it packaged? All those kinds of things influence the product and the planet impact. So the the least, more and more people are are appreciating the impact that companies have on the planet. And if you have a planetary mission or some form of intention around the planet, then communicate that. We are a green office. We, you know, we recycle whatever it is to be able to help people understand what it is that your, what your impact is around the planet. So we've got people, purpose, product, planet. There needs to be a piece of that because more and more people are appreciating and honoring our planet and the impact that we have. So the less we can leave that, the more we can have those green imprints and less of a negative imprint on the, on the planet, the better. And then when it comes to profit or prosperity, is, is the company prosperous? And are, is everybody in the company prosperous? Are the employees being well compensated? Are, or are they you know, working their butts off for very little? When, when you recognize prosperity is not just about the profit of the company, it's about helping all of them feel prosperous in one way or another. And it doesn't have to mean that you overpay them, but definitely well compensated for the work they're doing. And again, that and recognizing that sometimes there's a different compensation for men versus women in the same job, those kinds of things all need to shift and change. That's what's changing in the corporations right now. That's what's changing in businesses. So New World Abundance is about shifting from that old way of doing business on a corporate level, on an entrepreneurial level, on a product level, everywhere, and shifting into more conscious business building, more conscious abundance, and recognizing that we're all in this together. And it's not about competition, it's more about collaboration. Or if there is competition, it's used more like a healthy competition. It's more like a fuel to, to allow you or encourage you to ignite your fullest potential, to really step past maybe your comfort zone or to move through that fear, layer of fear that's stopping you from actually stepping into the world and doing the work that you're meant to do or expanding your business in the way that you know in your heart you're meant to. Sometimes healthy competition or someone else who's doing something similar can ignite that fire in you to move forward. And it's not that you're trying to outdo them. It's just that you see that, you know, you're, you're, you can use that in a healthy way. And then there's the collaboration, community connection, all those kinds of things are essential now when it comes to businesses as well. So you can see a lot of corporations, the way it's been built is kind of crumbling and falling away. There's a lot of people hanging on for dear life there, especially those that are profiting in, in ways that are extreme, extremely profiting at the expense of others. I'll say that because there's a lot of people that are profiting in extreme ways, but not at the expense of others. It's actually very a generous, kind of humble abundance. It's, it's actually authentic. That's different. But there are definitely people, I'm sure you could look at different corporations and see where certain people are getting paid a lot and others are not being compensated fairly. 
So there's a big shift. And the more you can align with that shift, the more you can look at your relationship with money and clear your stuff, the more you can actually contribute to new world abundance. You can contribute to new world abundance for you in your life and for everyone. And ultimately what I see is that everyone all across the globe, everyone's needs are met. Eventually, everyone's needs will be met and there won't be poverty in any any area of the world. That's the vision I've been shown. If we continue on this path and we continue to awaken at the rate we're awakening, it's possible to actually see that within our lifetime. And I would love to witness that. I absolutely would love to witness that on a human level to see that shift in new world abundance where everyone is totally taken care of. So the other piece I want to talk about really quickly before we finish the show is I want to touch on the idea of your earth bank, your physical earth bank, meaning whatever bank you go to and you have your money, or if you stick your money under your mattress or you stick it in the safe at home, wherever it is, that's your earth bank. Where you hold your money in your wallet, in the bank is your earth bank. Now, for everyone, every single body on this planet, we are abundant beings. And the world, the way the, the world works, especially with new world abundance, and it's been working this way for quite a while, this piece, when we extend, we receive instantly. When we give, we receive. So in other words, giving is receiving receiving is giving. It's like a in and out, like a there and back. It's, it's an exchange. It's not give, 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 and we get nothing back. The difference is on a human level, you can give, 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 but be close to receive. It doesn't mean that you never receive back that which you extended. So if you extend love, love comes back instantly. That's how it works no exceptions. Now, where we block it on a human level, it gets taken and deposited into our spiritual bank. That's the good news. So everyone on earth actually right now is so unbelievably abundant and their their spiritual bank is actually overflowing with abundance. And when you can remove those blocks on a human level, you can withdraw from the spiritual bank and deposit it into your earth bank. Now, this is not the whole law of attraction, life by design piece. I'm not going to kind of read one of the titles that came up. I might be talking about it in a future show is the law of how the law of attraction breeds entitlement. This is not about getting greedy and entitled to your spiritual bank. This is about you aligning with the abundance that is your true nature, that is your true essence. This is about aligning with the abundance that's meant to be in your life at this time. And when you're blocking it, you're blocking the level of abundance that's meant to be here in your earth bank. 
So to be able to look at your stuff and, and integrate these tools and, and join me in whatever capacity to help you understand what's going on in your own mind so that you can align with new world abundance authentically, then your spiritual bank can be called upon. It will actually, you can withdraw money from your spiritual bank into your earth bank. That's the good news. When it comes to understanding where are your blocks and how are they, how are they influencing you? How are they, how are they stopping you from allowing the flow that's meant to be on your path at this time? There's a lot of different ways you can do that. And in this episode, I've given you a lot of great questions that you can then journal around and start journaling in the way of like, not, this is what I think I know. It's just like, what do I really believe? Like, show me what I really believe deep down inside and start journaling in that way in more of a a deep subconscious purging so that you can actually bring what's hidden and what's kind of tucked in the background or in the shadows and bring that out into the light because it's essential. It's essential that we see that. When we have an awareness, we can actually start to shift and change it. Awareness is the first key. Now, some of you will be able to do some of this work on your own, and sometimes you might need some support. I'm I'm happy to support you. I would love to support you. It would be my honor to, to walk with you on your path and hold your hand and guide you through certain aspects of it and then empower you and kind of push you out of the nest and go off you go, like fly and be free and, and do the work. So if you're meant to work with me on some level, you'll know it in your heart. You might have some objections in your head. The fear, the ego or the fear might come in and stop you from, you know, checking that out. But if you feel it in your heart that you're meant to work with me in, in some capacity, I would encourage you to reach out and do that. Sometimes when we actually have these nudges through our heart and we don't follow up on them, we end up wasting a lot more time and energy and actually spending way more money than we needed to. Sometimes, even though there's some form of investment to work with somebody to move through these blocks or to move through this, these layers, it can often fast track and give you a bit more of a quickening experience, but it can also really get to layers that you may not be able to get to on yourself in a quicker time. So ultimately, in the long term, you save a lot of time, money and energy. So the ego will have you believe, no, don't do that. It's, 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 you know, you can't afford that or whatever it has, whatever the story is going on. But really when it comes down to it, your heart knows more than your mind could ever comprehend. So the knowledge in your head is limited. It's programmed. It's filtered by fear. It's filtered by our fear-based programming. But the knowing in our heart is really what I would love for you to follow. So if you feel a heart yes towards something or someone, whether it's me or somebody else or a book or a radio show, whatever it is, follow that heart yes. Follow that nudge. That's that's your spirit speaking to you, showing the most direct route to all those things that you desire, desire and actually way more than you can comprehend or think about what you would desire in your mind. So what we can consciously desire is limited compared to what our heart knows our true desires are. And when we can actually align with that, there's some real magic that happens there. So my invitation for you, if you're feeling called to do some deeper work around abundance is to join me for the ego game of opposites money edition abundance breakthrough experience, which is designed to help you overcome that psychology of lack 
and to uh, fully clearly align with abundance in the way that it's meant to be flowing for you in your life at this time. And when we can do that in the shortest amount of time, so the program is four weeks and I have the masterclass this coming Saturday for the ego game of opposites money edition, specifically looking at all of the ways the ego's dictionary definitions will hold you back in the way of money. So we're going to look at all those dictionary definitions in the subconscious mind. We're going to quarantine them. We're going to delete them and then we're going to reprogram them. And this is not just happening at the level of the mind because of my intuitive gift. I'm going to be working with your energies on a physical level, on a mental level, emotional level, spiritual level, and energetic level. We're going to be looking at the past life connection. We're going to be looking at clearing any of the old contracts, you know, spiritual contracts or inherited generational kind of pieces. We're going to look at that money curse and we're going to clear that. I'm going to do a specific meditation around that, a money blessing. It's like packed full of goodness when it comes to abundance. And the beautiful thing is I'm offering it as on a guiding scale. Instead of a sliding scale, it's a guiding scale, meaning you tune into your heart and you pay what brings you peace of mind. There is a minimum amount, a, a range that I recommend. But even with the minimum, minimum amount, if in your heart that feels like a, in the mind it feels like an obstacle, in your heart you know you're meant to pay a different amount, reach out to me. I want you to follow that heart yes, trust your intuition, and I want to join with you and support you in breaking through your abundance blocks and your money blocks because you are a beautiful, abundant being. And the world is waiting for you to align with that so that you can really do the work you're meant to do and live the life you're meant to live now. And in that, you will have the greatest impact on your life and the lives of everyone around you. So it's serving all of humanity all together, all at once. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I love you. I look forward to sharing more information with you as we go through these weeks and imparting my wisdom and insights and guidance that come through me into your life to expand you into love and abundance. Until next time, namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.